0: A
1: long time no see. <laughs> <laughs>
0: long time—it's been a whole four days. <laughs> no. Oh my goodness! So crazy. Yeah. So this is Kristen, and this is Andrea,
1: and this is Wait.
0: Tell me everything. Yep. This is it. Okay, that's much better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we did it. We did uh, it. Yay. <laughs> Small victories. Uh, small victories. I'm saying. Just, you know, you got to get the wins where you can. Um, How are you? <sighs> Tired. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm literally, like, laying down as we speak. Oh, no,
0: no, <laughs> no. Never a good start to the podcast. <laughs> you on your back. Yes, I'm, like, propped up in,
1: like, yeah. Wow. I'm, like,
0: Georgia, one, my favorite murder. Oh, that's so, right. like, laying down on the couch. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Do you have a glass of whiskey?
1: No, I have some um, sparkling water.
0: <laughs> wow, that's really different? Okay. Not, not, and, not what yeah, I had in
1: mind. Yeah, and, like, a little Gatorade. Like, I have, like, a little bit of Gatorade left, but, like, a whole lot. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to run out of that and a whole lot of, like, water. Yeah. Wow,
0: Sparkly water. Great.
1: Yeah, it's like a blackberry and blueberry.
0: Okay, it's Sparkling very nice. water,
1: it's delicious. Fruity, mm-hmm.
0: refreshing. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, very good. I just have my plain filtered water, so nothing fancy over here. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good old Los Angeles tap water. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, my God, <laughs> I had some water today. Like, I took the girls out for breakfast this morning. Uh-huh. And I was just like, oh yeah, I'll just just some water. That's fine.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And it was so gross. I was oh, like, what it tasted just like pipes. I was like, okay, oh, so that's awful. No more water. I was like, I think I might be safer actually getting like a diet coke
0: at this point. Like, what is the, ugh. yeah, so, yeah, no lead, no lead poisoning in diet coke. Uh, There's, you know, could clean a carburetor, but hey, hey, it's delicious wow. and refreshing. Oh my god, so refreshing! <laughs> i <I'm> so
1: yeah. <sighs> all right, all right, let's get this going. Let's get this party started. Yeah, so if you are a podcast listener and you oh, do not follow our Facebook page, first of all, shame on you. Shame but if you. you're one of those people, um, then you notice that there was no podcast last week. Right. Um, and we recorded a little live snippet and it's on our Facebook page of exactly
0: why there
1: was right. no podcast last
0: yes. week. Yes. There's no episode last week because we were having entirely too much fun. Yeah. And, you know, head over there
1: to see the hijinks of us. Yes. And Skyline Park is yes. lovely Atlanta and Pot City Market. Yeah. Um yeah. So fun. Great.
0: Mm-hmm. Great stuff and good stuff. Yeah, you could see me tipsy off of Froze. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, let's get this started um, with our news oh, hey, Let's get it started. Oh, let's, get, let's get it started. started. Okay. Oh,
1: gosh. Okay. okay. Ooh, okay. Ooh, MC Hammer Break. You know, that has to happen <laughs>
0: right quick, now.
1: Quick, quick, quick break. Ugh, I'm doing the typewriter across the bed as we speak.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Please, that visual, that visual. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yes. oh, you know what that reminds me of? Remember when I first moved into my my current place and the um, living room was empty
1: and oh, I, the, mirror? the
0: the mirror there's a mirrored wall in my living room and when the room is empty it looks like a ballet or a dance studio. <laughs> and so Kristen would come in <laughs> and do like her rendition of Flash Dance. <laughs> Okay, you know what oh, the God. funny thing is again, like I,
1: all the time. And so, whenever I show a house that has that like mirrored wall, like God forbid, like there's a kid there. <laughs> so the kid is like losing it. Yes. They, they're just like, what? What? Oh, yes. I'm doing this. Look <laughs> at me now. And like even the adults are like, oh, what? Oh, oh wow. I love this. So, yeah, it always like everyone like is
0: immediately drawn like yeah. the beard wall yeah it just has that effect on people but yeah, yeah I think of that all the time like at random and it just <laughs> pop in my head and it just sends me into a fit of giggles because it is just so funny
1: okay and again that reminds me okay so people who don't know me I say and do a lot of stuff and it's like totally random and I like don't even remember it so something like that happened the bestie said mentioned did yesterday something uh, that I said to her like uh-huh. years ago like 20 years ago uh-huh. and I was like I don't remember saying that but that sounds like something I would say uh-huh. that's hilarious <laughs> so I say I end up saying that all the time where I was like I don't remember saying that to you but that's hilarious and it sounds absolutely uh-huh. like something <laughs> I would say so ha so
0: there you go <laughs> right
1: yeah well hey, I'm I, don't I remember that... that, but yes, it sounds absolutely like something I would do.
0: That is terrific. i'm I'm actually surprised that she remembered something that you don't because it's usually the other way around with the two of you. Oh my gosh,
1: yeah. like someone told me about something, and I was like, oh, who was on the show the last episode, yes. mentioned some trip that we all went on. And oh, that's like,
0: right. And you I have, don't know
1: yeah. what you're talking about. What was this <laughs> trip that all like four of us, our our college friends, went on to Vegas and I was like I don't remember this at all like and I was like I can't ask Vanessa because she would not remember this at all so yeah Vanessa yeah yeah there she is so, yeah <laughs> and there we have it yeah again like I'm not even doing that anymore it's just it's, whatever it's a, lot of, it's a lot of thinking it's a lot of thinking I it's late okay whatever. <laughs> so yeah so yeah that I don't even remember. was so like I'm not even asking her, so that's
0: hilarious.
1: So yeah. Oh my word. Oh, yeah. oh,
0: yes, okay. Stories. Stories newsworthy. So I do have two stories, one uh, as usual, a heavier and a lighter one.
1: Um do we have to do a heavy one? Well,
0: it's not super heavy. It's um controversial. Okay. Um, so this is the um whole uh newly revisited uh, issue with the NFL and the national anthem policy that they just put out. Oh, okay. Uh, um, so this is out of um, a New York times article um, by Matthew Futterman and Victor Mather um, just yesterday, May 23rd. So the, the um, headline is Trump supports NFL's new national anthem Policy, the big surprise. Um, mm-hmm. Seeking to end a political controversy that has embarrassed professional football, the NFL's team owners on Wednesday held that players could no longer kneel during the national anthem without leaving themselves open to punishment or their teams facing possible financial penalties. Um, the league also said the new policy would not force athletes to stand on the sideline during the anthem, it would give them the option of staying in the locker room during the pregame ceremony. Um, so uh, almost immediately after the passage, questions arose about how this would be enforced. And obviously, the this policy is an attempt on the owner's part to find some sort of middle ground on a divisive issue that has shaken the country's most successful sport for nearly two years, beginning when the former San Francisco 49ers quarterback, Colin... I never Kaepernick, I always get his name wrong. Um, Kaepernick uh, knelt during the national anthem to protest police violence against minorities and economic e- inequality. President Trump escalated the issue a year later as he attacked kneeling players as unpatriotic, um, and, and um, a stand that's believed to have contributed to a decline in television ratings. Um, And so Roger Goodell, the commissioner of the NFL, says Mm -hmm. the protests, which began in the summer of 2016, created, quote, a false perception among many that thousands of NFL players were unpatriotic. He added, the new policy will keep our focus on the game and the the extraordinary athletes who play it and on our fans who enjoy it. Um, but if the NFL had hoped to quiet the debate, instead, people Mm-mm. on opposite sides appear to dig in further after Wednesday's announcement. So Trump said he was pleased, um, mm. um, but he said he did not think the players should even be staying in the locker room in protest. So he's for it, but feels like it doesn't go far enough. No one cares what you want, um, draft Dodger. No one cares what you think. Okay, go on. <laughs> You're so pinag- frickin' patriotic. <laughs> right. Um God. if a player is not standing for the national anthem, Mr. Trump said, maybe you shouldn't be in the country. Oh. Well, oh great, then you leave. You leave.
1: <laughs> Problem solved. Thank you. If this is what we're gonna go by. If this is the criteria. Oh, you leave. Thanks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um God. Then Vice President Mike Pence reacted Wednesday with a one word tweet, hashtag winning, which so, included. I'm sorry. Yes. So Go now ahead. we're
1: quoting Charlie Sheen. That's what we're doing. Vice President Pence
0: Well, here's the thing. Clearly Mike Pence is not in charge of his own Twitter because I don't see him <laughs> as like a someone who would reference You know what I mean? Like it seems But like you know what the like... thing
1: but it it's it, it, it actually would be because I know he probably he doesn't do his own social he media. He doesn't. I he doesn't
0: do his own Cause social there, media. Because there there was not
1: an MP after that, right? It was just like no. Okay, right. So usually, if it's that person tweeting, they'll put their initials or whatever. That was that's kind of the um
0: the 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 signage or whatever.
1: Yeah, for like politicians or whatever. Sure. Um, but the thing is, like, someone who's like that age, I would expect them to like. Pick up on a culturally, a cultural reference that's like five years old. Like, you know what I mean? Like an old person, Maybe. You know, like, yeah. be like, what's up? You know, like, <laughs> like, like that, you know, so. <laughs> Wait, what will he be like? <laughs> Shut up. I'm not doing it again. Go on. Do it again.
0: Do it again. No, when okay. you re listen to it, you can laugh. I will. Um, Okay, in a strongly worded statement issued just minutes after the NFL's announcement, the NFLPA, Players Association, said that the league had not consulted the players' union in creating the new protocol and accused the league officials of hypocrisy. Um, The statement, in short, says um, the vote by the NFL today contradicts the statements made to our player leadership by Roger Goodell. And the chairman of uh, NFL's management council, John Mara, about the principles, values, and patriotism of our league. Um, and um, I'm sorry, what is John Mara's position? He's, is he in charge of all the owners, like the head of the owners association? Or yeah, he his title is chairman of the NFL's management council.
1: Okay, and he's the owner. Which one? Which one is he? Because I know there's like the Maras, the, the Mars, and the Roonies. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Who I'm owns not know who am
0: Sure, I know one
1: owns like the the, the Giants and
0: one of the what I want to say Mara is the Giants Stillers? and Rooney is the Steelers. Yeah, oh, okay. I'm yeah. sure football fans are screaming at us right now because we're deadly wrong, but I think that that's right. Okay, um, well, who cares? They're yeah, who cares? <laughs> their granddaughters are great actresses. They so. do have very talented granddaughters,
1: both the, or definitely. daughters, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever.
0: Daughters, and granddaughters. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, George Attila, who's the union's assistant executive director for external affairs, said that the new rules were basically not a compromise. The players' union said it would challenge any aspect of it that is inconsistent with the collective bargaining agreement. So you have the union coming against it and saying that this this isn't what they were told. Mm -hmm. Um, Malcolm Jenkins became a leader of a group of socially active players known as the Players Coalition, Mm -hmm. and after having uh, raised his fist in protest during the anthem last season, he then said the league had acted to silence the players, and the quote from him is, what NFL owners did today was thwart the players' constitutional rights to express themselves and use our platform to draw attention to social injustices like racial inequality in our country. Everyone loses when voices get stifled. Um, so that's uh, Mr. Jenkins. Um, Chris Long, who's a defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles, was also among the players who disagreed with the new policy, saying the league um, continues to fall short. Is that the white short. guy? I think so. He's um, black woman. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, he's, uh, he says, you know, the league continues to fall short on this issue. Um, that was just a short quote from him. And then, um, but actually, he had a long uh, tweet which where he said this is a fear of a diminished bottom line it's also fear of a president turning his base against a corporation this is not patriotism don't get it confused these owners don't love america more than the players demonstrating and taking real action to improve it hmm. they love their money they don't want to lose money right and that's what he's saying it's the bottom it's a bottom mm-hmm. line it's fear of a diminished bottom line that's um, so um, but the so thing yeah. with the NFL protest is like you have
1: two sides that are sure. two different sides that are protesting. So uh, my thing is, like, I guess they're going that that other side, you know, they would have pleased them more and that they have, you know, I guess more revenue coming from these that that other side. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Um, here's the thing. So. Goodell struggled to handle this controversy over the player protests during the National Anthem ever since uh, Mr. Kaepernick began his demonstrations. Kaepernick remains unemployed and has filed a grievance um, alongside um, team owners of, uh, accusing team owners of colluding to keep him out of football. Mm-hmm. Um, And then on the other end of it, you have veterans groups who complained and organized boycotts, signing up sympathetic fans who refused to watch NFL games until players faced repercussions while social justice activists, activists held up Mr. Kaepernick and others who demonstrated as symbols of newly engaged 21st century sports heroes. Um, So it's, you know, basically it's both emotions are running hot on both sides of Mm -hmm. this controversy. Um, And there was article notes is that there had been sort of a t- like a portion where like beginning of last season when things had kind of died down um, because there was only like a dozen or so players that were still kneeling or raising a fist during the anthem. Mm-hmm. And then at a rally on a Friday night in Alabama in September, Mr. Trump moved the debate back to the fore, rousing the crowd by imploring NFL owners to fire any player who refused to stand and referring to protesting players using an epithet. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of, you know, everything got riled back up, um, at least based on th- what they're saying here. I, I I don't remember it ever really dying down, but um, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, weeks later, we had, you know, Mr. Pence um, staged a, a walkout at a, uh, in Indianapolis when members of the 49ers held during the anthem. Um, Basic, the debate has shaken the league in part because it has affected the metric that is most important to it, television ratings. Mm-hmm. Audiences for NFL games are off by about 20% from two seasons ago. And while it's impossible to know how much of that is a result of fans being turned off by the protest in the anthem, industry experts, including Sean McInnes, who's the CEO of CBS Sports, one of the league's media partners have said data show NFL's handling of the issue as at least partly to blame for the drop off. Um, so um, the article just kind of concludes by like you know further going back and forth and just some more examples of people on either side of the mm-hmm. issue. Um, and I don't know like I it, I I I have two Sort of for myself, I have two like um, competing opinions uh, in in this controversy. One is a sense that I feel like the, what they're to me um, because of the way that the the whole idea of taking a knee came about to begin with, um, and what it was meant to do, which was you know to raise awareness and. Um, protest um, police brutality and and um, violence um, against minorities i um, I struggle to understand how people were, were were having trouble differentiating the taking a knee versus or or taking it as it was as though it was unpatriotic or had something specifically to do like against the flag or against the country or the, the, you know, the union, you know, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. um, so that's, so that's one large part of me that just feels it says like, the
1: people who are sitting on their couch with a beer in their hand while the anthem <laughs> is being played it, like
0: it makes okay, right. And you know, there was a whole thing and I can't remember the name of the of the of the uh, player. I think it was another player who uh, Kaepernick, um, spoke to and who, um, who was a former military mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and who had said to him, um, because I think Kaepernick's initial, um, initial protest, like the first couple of times out was to remain seated. Mm-hmm. And, he talked to him about how how like what the disrespect is associated with remaining seated and how taking a knee is actually a different like mm-hmm. it's, you know, there's like, like how, an acknowledgement there's so. an acknowledgement but that but it's also like you know a, a pro, so it's a, it's a it's the right way to protest if you're going to protest during like an, an, an anthem or a mm-hmm. raising of the flag and so, so just the fact that, like, I think um, that's not that – that, that that was taken into consideration and that Kaepernick therefore began to take a knee as a result of this kind of, like, consult with this other NFL former, you know, uh, military guy um, who said, you know, this is, this is how you would – this is the correct way to protest and therefore went about doing it um, the way that he was, you know, educated to, to do or to, to that was proper. So there's that. Like, I feel like, okay, so he went, he took the advice of somebody because he wants it to be what, you know, to focus on the protest that it's meant to be and not on some other, you know, disrespect or controversy that it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. So there's that, which I think no one acknowledges or wants to talk about. They just want to be mad yeah. about it.
1: No, people are be outraged
0: because that's what that's the culture we are in right now. Everyone's outraged, right? Me included. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just across the board. Like so, then now, now, but with regard to this policy, my, my, on principle of just when you're part of an organization, organizations make policies. And you can disagree with them or agree with them or whatever, but if you're part of that organization, that's what you're stuck with to a certain degree. Um, And that's where I think, you know, I I think, whatever, the policy is what it is. It's not – I don't think it's great. It doesn't sound like a great middle ground. Um, But I don't agree that it's – I don't agree that their their constitutional rights are being squashed. Um, I think it's I think that they're saying and and I'm saying this just because it could be anything like you could say like we don't want you to do this anymore, you know, like fill in the blank. And Mm -hmm. if you do this, then there'll be this repercussion. Like, Mm -hmm. I think just on that principle of I'm a part of an organization, they make a rule. And if I don't follow that rule, there's a consequence like this. If this is basically just that um, I don't like it. I don't you know, they don't have to like it. A lot of these teams and owners have said um, on either side of it um, have said, like, you know, one of the things that the article finishes is with is kind of a back and forth of the NFL owners um, who have said, "We'll we'll just take the hit, you know, like we'll just have to bear the cost of whatever you know Mm -hmm. and and others who have said um you know we're not going to tolerate it we're going to have a zero tolerance you know kind of approach to it or whatever so you know like i think that it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how it plays itself out um especially when you have some owners and um teams who are saying you know who are on one side of it and it, it actually divides up um one of the, the debate often is, is divided up um, geographically too, um, where teams in certain regions offer support for players who choose to demonstrate, while teams in different regions are pushing for the new rules and to punish the on-field protest. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it plays itself out. But I think when it comes down to it, the policy itself, um, whether don't like it, whether you're on the side of those protesting or you're on the side of the, um, the rule being really um, firm and, and um, punishment being delved out, like it's a policy by an organization that they essentially are employed by. Um, and, um, and I don't, you know, so I don't that part of it, like, I don't disagree with, I just feel like there's lots of policies everywhere that you don't like, but if you work for that company, you do it or there's a consequence. So that's where I'm at with it. What about you? Yeah,
1: and and I hear that, but on the other level, I'm with the um, Players Union and those representatives. Like, I think, okay, we can't, you can't compare to me. Like, I know it's an organization, it's a business, but I feel it's very different from, say, (laughs) like a Google. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, I don't think you can compare a, a sports team to... Um, some of these other organizations in terms of you know whatever so I feel that I feel you have the right to express yourself your constitutional rights I feel that they are being violated I feel like in this specific um, instance they are I think yeah I get that they I'm kind of all over the place I get that they are you know organization and they can impose these rules but I don't think that they're doing them um, I just don't think it's smart like I don't think they're doing the right thing I don't sure. think they're getting the buy-in from their players you have men who have incredible egos on all sides yeah no one wants to be told what they can and cannot do and I think that like besides the money aspect Uh of it and revenue I think that's the biggest thing at play in all of this you have Uh you know football players who are gladiators who are like what are you you cannot tell me what to do. And owners who are billionaires are like, you're not gonna tell me what you're gonna do. And like, you know, yeah, like Roger who like I don't know. I just think he just makes the wrong decision. Like, whenever he makes a decision, it's the wrong decision. Mm-hmm. Either when it you know, when it comes to like um the whole like domestic violence and all of the like crimes that are committed by various um members the league you know like i just i just think he just makes bad decisions just all around like he's never on the right side of any
0: like on the Uh right side of any any yeah i don't know a lot about him i just um yeah i don't know a lot about him other other than you know what i've read about him but yeah it's um, it's a it's a rough one i mean i i I think i'm mostly just interested to see how it's going to play itself out because like i said the the back and forth of how many owners are also divided um, is gonna it's gonna be interesting to see like how many you know like you have Christopher Johnson um, who's the chief executive of the debt saying there will be no club fines or suspensions or any sort of repercussions if the team gets fined. that's just something I'll have to bear um, yeah. and then on the other hand you've got Steelers owner Art Rooney uh, who said after the vote that raising a fist or linking arms during the anthem as some players have done, will be considered disrespectful. And that's the language of the policy, that if it's considered disrespectful and there's no definition of what disrespectful is, then it can fall into, into the repercussions of the policy. So you have people really, um, not just you know in the nation, not just the players, but the owners themselves who um, put this to a vote, um, also um, divided, so it's um it's gonna
1: yeah, be an interesting. And I, season. It'll be interesting, and honestly, I think that was it the Washington Post
0: um, uh-huh. just
1: uh, put out an article about. I will be interested to see what the players' response will be because you know the thing is like, this is your dream. You don't want anybody to um. Put off like, you know, or to throw away, you know something they've worked so hard for their dream and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff but when it gets down to it the players mm-hmm. have a lot of power and they have a lot of like to bargain with and if this is something that they feel strongly about if they like all take a knee or don't come out there will be no nfl without the black players like is they're true it just won't exist so it just depends on you know like Colin Kaepernick he like put his neck out and you know pay the consequences but if yeah. all y'all do it then right
0: no you it's know, true. and it's not and it's I, th- I think it's also very interesting and one of the things that i found really encouraging about this whole this particular protest and um and everything is that it wasn't strictly down color lines No, um, you had a lot of white players um supporting um, their fellow teammates and taking a knee as well, um, and I thought you know, <laughs> if nothing else like it was sort of like that was you know like it was just encouraging to see like this doesn't have to be like us versus them, you know um and and to have um to have this a certain amount of solidarity that solidarity that was being shown. Um, I thought it was encouraging
1: yeah and it doesn't have to be like us versus them versus race but like but definitely mm-hmm. like players versus like owners because honestly mm-hmm. like players do get a lot of money but like the cost that it takes the cost mm-hmm. that they bear mm-hmm. it's a lot like you know the football season isn't that long but I mean because it can't be cause it's it can't like, be you, it's, yeah, it is. it's brutal it's and like you find out all these like different consequences and like just you know to their bodies and mm-hmm. like the head injuries and all that kind yeah. of stuff and oh my gosh like you know all that information they found out about um, Aaron Hernandez after he died yes.
0: oh, it's so awful
1: yeah so it's kind of like um, you hmm. can get this thing. But you won't
0: know until you die that you have it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like. Oh, right. Or until you hey. kill yourself because you're so like, so, you know, like it's your your brain's been so affected that you're doing things that are outside yeah. of your. Yeah. So it's, it's awful. Just,
1: it's just awful. So it's kind of like, you know, hey, guys. I, yeah. Because all of the NFL players who are listening to our podcast. Hey, guys. guys. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. You hey, there. You are powerful. You do not have to do what they tell you to do. Screw Roger Goodall. Stand up
0: for yourself. Uh, you are smart. You, you, you are smart. smart. I can't even get through it. I can't either. Oh, you is smart. You is handsome. You is talented. Oh, God. Hey, so I don't know what just happened. That was all weird.
1: Super weird.
0: Super weird. So we had a little technical difficulties, but back to the news. Back to the news. Back to the news. So, okay, so that was the NFL. Um, And this my last story is just a quick kind of, like, funny slash crazy slash scary. Um, Mm
1: Okay. Am I prepared for all
0: that? (laughs) I don't think you're ready for it. Um, And I I just caught this. um, I think it just hit the news today. Um, So the headline reads, an Amazon Echo recorded a family's conversation, then sent it to a random person in their contacts. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) So a family in Portland, Oregon, received a nightmarish phone call two weeks ago. Quote, unplug your Alexa devices right now, a voice on the other line said. You're being hacked. (laughs) Apparently, one of Amazon.com's Alexa-powered Echo devices in their house had silently sent recordings to the caller without the family's permission, according to KIRO7, a news station that covers Seattle and Western Washington. The person, an employee of the husband, was in the family's contact list. So the wife says, my husband and I would joke and say, I bet these devices are listening to what we're saying. Um, She added that the device did not tell her that it would be sending the recorded conversations. So Amazon says in an email statement to the Washington Post on um, today that the echo woke up when it heard a word that sounded like Alexa. The subsequent conversation was heard as a, send message request at which point alexa said out loud to whom at which point the background conversation was interpreted as a name in the customer's contact list (laughs) so the company also said as unlikely as the string of events is we are evaluating options to make this case even less likely amazon's chief executive um, Jeffrey um, Bezos is also noted as an owner, um, part owner of the post. So this isn't the first time that Amazon um, smart speaker has garnered um, scrutiny over potential eavesdropping. Last month researchers discovered a flaw in the Alexa voice assistant enabling Echo to continue listening to people without them knowing. The devices are supposed to record audio only after users issue a voice command known as a wake word. Amazon quickly fixed the vulnerability after researchers researchers alerted the company. Xiao Zhou, a computer science professor at Georgetown, says the Portland episode demonstrates how machines, quote, can wrongly interpret human voices, end quote. In addition, voice assistants can, um, can respond to sounds that humans cannot hear and misinterpret background conversations as commands, he said. Um, Daniel Kahn-Gilmore, who's a staff technologist for uh, the ACLU, uh, said that the intuitive, nat- intuitive nature of connected devices can mask their complexity and the possibility of malfunction. Quote, the Amazon Echo, despite being small, is a computer. It's a computer with microphones, speakers, and it's connected to the network. These are potential surveillance devices, and we have invited them further and further into our lives without examining how that could go wrong. I think we are starting to see examples of that. So, that's bananas. Uh, Mm. (laughs) We're going to file that under absolutely bananas, and um, and yeah, I think that that warning at the end is really the bottom line. That you know we have, um, we have all this technology and devices that um, can often be convenient and helpful. Um, but there's also a whole. They're also very new, and there's also a whole other side to them. And they are connected. Ultimately, if you know they're connected to the internet via your wireless, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you um, yeah. You, you need to be careful it's crazy so yep. that um... yeah, you know I don't trust it I don't trust it
1: people. Yeah,
0: like you, it. you are already suspect
1: <laughs> yeah people oh, it's like no why do
0: I want to oh, like some
1: of those things mm-mm. no ma'am no sir yep you gotta be careful yeah. anyway mm-hmm yeah no I, I mean still, yeah like people have listening devices in their home anyway outside of like Alexa and stuff so I'm just like mm-hmm. yeah there's
0: a there's a ton of stuff and like you know I mean I have I don't own any of the um
1: you have surveillance video
0: I do have surveillance video um which I do turn like actually like I turn the cameras around when I'm home um because again, I just feel like it's, yeah, it's connected to my Wi-Fi and my Wi-Fi is secure and whatever, like encrypted and password protected and all of that. But whatever. Um, I mm-hmm. still, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I'm i not a hacker. I don't know how hard it is to get into my Wi-Fi and infiltrate my cameras. So I don't want people watching me walk around the house when I'm home. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, so yeah, so. And, you know, so like, like that's one small th- you know, like that's one way that you can like control things. But this like, you know, with Alexa and Google Home and whatever else is out there, um, that's a lot harder because they are based on sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, as this family uh, found out, <laughs> their you know, their private conversations are being recorded in and uh, sent off as an audio message that is just yeah we're gonna file that right under mm. banana- bananas absolutely yeah that's like having your group group text sent to
1: somebody right um, man we don't want our private home conversation sent
0: off to nobody <laughs> right like I mean you could be sitting there I mean who knows I mean hopefully it doesn't they don't say like you know that it doesn't seem like um it was anything like especially whatever controversial private or whatever but still like it's could be you know yeah. like it just happened to not be um so yeah it's it's bananas. so that's that's uh that's my little like light news piece and sort of a public service announcement <laughs> <laughs> beware
1: you got buyer- to be more careful
0: yeah buyer beware buyer beware okay. um so yeah so that's all i've got
1: okay cool so for viral box i have um, just something I saw earlier this week, and it just made me laugh. And the thing was that one of the responses to the thing made uh-huh. me laugh more than all everything. Okay, okay. So apparently, a food network host got a att- you know got set straight on oh. Twitter for oh. saying that straight white male is the new N word. So. Okay. The host of Ginormous Food on the Food Network Mm -hmm. um, said that straight white male has become this century's N-word. It's used to offend and diminish the recipient based on assumption and bias. No difference in the usage. And apparently Mm -hmm. some people said some stuff. And then he said, my point is, when you call someone this in conversation, you know exactly what you're doing. Attempting to devalue their point of view based on negative cultural stereotypes. Uh-huh. That's racism. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> so, first of all, no. And so people <laughs> responded. So, one person said, I wish you um, I Igeoma Alowo. Sorry. Wow. Your name. Wow. I know. Wow. In Paradise, Nevada. So sorry. He's said i wish you had the capacity to be ashamed of using our pain and outrage over your exploitation of the racial hatred that is literally killing us in order to gain attention i wish you were decent enough to care but if you were you wouldn't have done this in the first place so they were just like no not having Uh it Uh the next person was like um comparing single white male with the n-word is outrageously tone deaf inane and wildly false i don't care how quote unquote persecuted by racism you feel as a white dude if you think use of the term is equivalent to a slur arising from centuries of slavery and segregation you're crazy Uh that was from mark hughes um and dictionary.com got in on the action. Um, and they said the n word is considered the most offensive word in the English language. Quote unquote, straight white male is ellipses, not right. And then Don Cheeto comes in, oh, with, Don Cheeto, yeah, with his blue check with the best response <laughs> that literally. Killed me, Don Cheeto.
0: Did it literally kill you?
1: <laughs> it it literally killed me. You missed it. I just said it, and you. I'm sorry. Me. Say it, Don. God, I had a big setup, and then you just. Sorry,
0: it. you said literally kill. I couldn't ignore it. Shut up.
1: You know, so Don Cheeto comes up with the win, which took me out. Nigga, please. See, killed me. <laughs> wow. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Don Cheeto. Like, Don Chino, That was great. I was like, Lord, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Okay. That's, but yeah, yeah, after, yeah, the response to that and short to the point said everything I needed mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. from that. So yeah, so that was it. Like, okay. Sing, um, Yeah. Stop. Just stop. Don't. Don't do that. Stop saying stuff. I don't know what his um, status is on the Food Network. I'm sure he's fine because you know they're they're fine over there. But um, I don't watch the Food Network, so make it makes no never mind to me.
0: Makes no never mind. Wow, wow, yeah. that's sad. That's just you know. And the thing is, like, it's such a it's it's such a bad way to try like whatever point you're trying to make or statement that you're trying- you know like you to you could have done that and stated your opinion or your feelings or whatever um and not completely illegitimized it by comparing it to the n word you know what I mean like
1: yeah just with the the um the straight white man way of um, <laughs> proving your point, you did what you were saying, people stereotype, yeah, you prove that that's who you are by making that stupid statement, so yeah,, yeah. and
0: that's that's the thing. it's just kind of like i I would you know i'd I'd gladly engage in a intellectual conversation with you about how you know they're. Aspects of your argument that might be legitimate, but no, because you completely mm-hmm. jacked mm-hmm. it up with the way that you served yeah. it up. Yeah, you we know? get
1: it. You know, all of you guys don't belong in the same barrel, but you know what? You're in that barrel. You're in there with them. Yep. <laughs> yeah, get on in. <laughs> Climb in. On in. We'll
0: Climb close. In. We'll close the lid after. Yeah, we'll close the lid. So after yeah, it. that is Climb really in. unfortunate, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Agree.
1: Yeah, yo oh, yo. So, okay, wait, tell me everything. So a uh-huh. few things, you know, the big one is the big one. But I'll save that for last. Okay. Um. So first two things real quick. One, the Obamas
0: have a, a Netflix deal. I saw that. So I, I didn't, I, I saw several headlines and posts about it, but I didn't look into it. Tell me more.
1: Tell me everything. Okay. I'm not going to tell you everything. I'm just going to tell you some of things. Tell me some of it. Give me information. I'm going to give you more information. So um, the former first couple signed a multi-year production agreement. Mm -hmm. Um, They have a production company called Higher Ground Productions, and they will oversee a diverse mix of content. So Hmm. this is going to include documentaries, docuseries, scripted series, and unscripted series. So it's a broad range. So it's kind of like they don't know. Okay. They're giving them money and a deal to do whatever they want. Basically, is what it sounds okay. like. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's not really been much information about what exactly uh-huh. they're gonna do, but like, they have a deal, and that's what's going on. There has been some, of course, response with people saying they're canceling their Netflix accounts and all that kind of stuff. Fine. Go ahead and do that. That means I'll be able to connect, you know, better. <laughs> Do those things. Do all those things.
0: Well, I mean the thing is, like, there's a ton of stuff on Netflix that I don't like that I don't co sign on. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's not I don't I don't it's just silly. It's, it's just so silly. dumb.
1: Yeah, it's not <laughs> like, it's like it's like the Fox News of streaming services. Like, yeah, there's so much content on there. There's so many things I'm like, nope don't want to watch that not interested it's like a library it's like a library you know like it's like the television you don't boycott (laughs) television because they have like bt on it or you know like you know you you (laughs) just although bt would be a good
0: (laughs) reason shut up
1: where Fox News, like, oh, yeah, I, you know, I don't watch, I don't have cable, but, like, if I had cable, it's like, like I, when I had cable, it's like, nope, I'm not going to have cable because Fox News is on cable. Like, I just don't watch that channel that I don't want to watch. There's a lot of them on there. Like, as much as I love houses and, like, food, like, I do not watch HG, HGTV, and I don't watch the Food Network, just how it all kind of comes down. But, like, I'm not going to, you know, watch what you want to watch. Don't,
0: oh, people are so stupid. Yeah, they are just insane. I mean, so- like, I feel, I also feel like you can boycott whatever you want, but like, it's just the silliest thing to me. Like, boycott, yes, to me do whatever just, you like- want,
1: but I also have because that's your right as sure. a free American. But I, as a free American, I have the right to call you stupid. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow, and wow. Yep. okay, <laughs> exercise <laughs> your rights, and I'm gonna exercise
0: mine. oh my word that just gets that gets three whole wows for me yeah don't be an idiot so yeah, wow wow four four wows four wows don't be an
1: idiot okay something a little more like serious it's something we've wondered about a while ago with the whole bill cosby thing so Mm. harvey weinstein Mm, accused mm -hmm. of sexual misconduct and the rape of over 80 women yeah, expect- left, right, yeah, yeah everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. Is ex- except for the colors. He didn't do those. Selma Hayek oh. and Lupita are the only ones he denied. Uh- <laughs> oh,
0: really? Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: I didn't. I did not catch
1: that. Okay. Yeah. Well, they said that he, uh, you know, abusive, and he was like, "Nope, not those. Not those two. Not the minorities. Did not do that."
0: <laughs>
1: so <laughs> those were the only two that they were spoken spoke out about it's, it, anyway
0: oh that's so crazy okay yeah. go ahead <laughs> and
1: so he's expected to surrender to police in new york um tomorrow morning or is um, he done with his european
0: vacation right okay
1: and my next thing in my notes is like it's about damn time because <laughs> so you get to go off and go on a retreat in a spa and like okay yes i'm done now i've had my spiritual cleansing and I'm ready to face a charge he gets to turn himself in so he's facing sex assault charges brought by the Manhattan DA so yeah like he's been free and doing stuff and now it's like okay yes I will return and turn myself in great yeah oh god the liberties that rich people are afforded is just Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Pookie on the corner would have been in jail Oh, I mean, under the jail. Mm. (laughs) Under the jail. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, there you go. Mm -hmm.
1: There you go. So now this brings us to what we're all here for. And um, it's been almost a week now since the Uh grand affair. So um, the royal wedding, Cousin Megan, is officially now the Duchess of Sussex.
0: Oh, cousin Duchess!
1: Yes, and married <laughs> to her prince. One of my friends, uh, let's see, sent a uh, um, uh, like a little meme or something saying, "Selena mm-hmm. Gomez's friend sent her, you know, gave her a kidney." Um, Megan Markle's <laughs> friend introduced her to a prince. Um, I need y'all to step it up. Your know, friends, right? <laughs> like, I need right. my friends to step it up. <laughs> what y'all? Yeah. Would. Yeah, really, I need my friends to step it up. Yeah, yeah. so I was like, yeah. So um, they um, were married um, at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. Mm -hmm. Um, We attended a very fun...
0: That oh, was so fun.
1: Um, viewing party, yes, early, early in the morning. Early, early, but not nearly as early as uh, the West Coasters. So that was good. No, so thank God. Yeah. Um, and so Megan wore an elegant white dress,
0: uh-huh. the beautiful, beautiful.
1: neckline. Um, yes. By um, it was Givenchy, but it was. Um, Their artistic director, I've been so out of the fashion loop, I did not know um, that they changed um, artistic directors. So Claire Wade Keller was the designer. It was very, Mm -hmm. like, simple, elegant dress. um, And there was a 16-foot-long veil. And her tiara was... I couldn't get beyond the tiara that was lent to her by the queen. It was absolutely,
0: like breathtaking
1: gorgeous i was like
0: diamonds i'm blinking
1: i'm blinking like
0: yes yeah it uh, was uh it was yeah it was breathtaking like it was such it was just like the like it was like the best headband ever right <laughs> right exactly it was and... like the headband that every girl dreams of the perfect no
1: perfect Headband, yeah, and so we, um, you would have thought that we were watching the Super Bowl <laughs> the way that we were watching this wedding. Um, first of all, shout out to Faith, who, yeah, shout out to Faith, thank you, Faith. It was so nice, it was extending the invitation, yeah, um, nice. tea set up, serving mm-hmm. lovely like breakfast after. And they all had their little hats on. It was so cute. And again, like I said, we were watching it like it was a Super Bowl. So when Bishop Michael Curry got up there, <laughs> um, who was the is the first African American head of the Episcopal Church in the US mm-hmm. and evoked uh, Martin Luther King, we were like, Woo! <laughs> <laughs> no yeah. He did it in his beautiful, you know, sermon about yes. love and the power of love. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just the way that he spoke is very much in the tradition that most African Americans are used to seeing in a preacher mm-hmm. um just you know just seeing this seeing this blackness and this culture on display yeah um reclaiming his time apparently because he was (laughs) there for
0: quite some time he was i was like um... oh he's really he was like like i i think i said this that day i was like and my 15 minutes start now (laughs) yeah and like (laughs) i said told somebody
1: else he was like I'm ready for my BuzzFeed five things you
0: need to know about Bishop Michael Curry. Yes, yes, yes. He was was like, like, I'm going to, yeah, I'm here. I'm on a global stage. Global stage.
1: And what we found all of us just so pleasing. Uh, Also, in addition to this culture on display was the faces of all of the (laughs) proper british attendees who had never seen anything like that before they were like it like you know not just like what is happening like bewilderment but also bemusement where they're like is Mm -hmm. this what's happening (laughs) and like the kind of like nervous laughter that some of them have like i think camilla kind of had like a little nervous little laughter and look and kate wasn't having it when she turned to her like no, no, we're we're not right. having a moment right now. Um, right, right, and right. so it was just that was my favorite part of that. Yeah. Like I could hardly listen to what he was saying, partly because I was so busy like laughing
0: mm-hmm. at the reactions
1: of the people.
0: Yes. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was classic. It was mm-hmm. really just classic. Um, and um, and then you know, and then he was followed up by the choir. Right, so the Kingdom Choir, <laughs> which apparently
1: uh, Prince Charles got them to perform at the service. Oh, okay, Prince Charles, let's see. Yes, so, yeah, so we have 20 gospel singers singing the Benny King classic, Stand By Me, um, in all that natural hair mm. and just blackness and culture. Again, culture
0: on display. display
1: it was gorgeous and then at the end of the ceremony singing amen, amen.
0: <laughs> I was which like, took <laughs> us out <laughs> i took us out because i was like am i just hearing things or <laughs> are they singing amen And this little light of mine which yes, i was and like then,
1: am i in sunday school right now
0: what is happening right, right. then they hit Here's it up today. with the, ma- the mashup <laughs> The mashup of Amen and This Little Light of Mine, which do naturally go together, but it was so crazy. I was like, this, I mean, just when I thought it had hit like peak blackness, it like kept going. Yes, yeah,
1: so the Zulu call is the end, but just to go back, like when we were watching the performance, so I was like, "Oh my God, what if they sway?" We're like, "They're not gonna sway," and they're like, "Okay, if they sway, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here." <laughs> yeah, like, <"What>? I'm
0: <laughs> like I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm
1: leaving. And then they started swaying again. You would have thought that it was like a 50-yard touchdown. We all jumped out of our seats, screaming.
0: Oh like, yeah. Was unbelievable. It, it was. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was. It was peak peak blackness. And
1: like anyone who's seen, you know, like grew up like over the years seeing like, you know, Princess Diana and you know mm-hmm. Prince Charles' wedding and Caden mm-hmm. Williams' wedding just see those. It just how starkly different and how much like black culture was infused in the ceremony. Uh-huh. It was great, and the young, um, cellist.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: sheku who comes from a very like amazing like musical family like his sisters and other siblings all play instruments so like i love that this young man is getting his shine um Mm -hmm. that he was able to perform it was absolutely beautiful um so yeah so like that was cool all that was like amazing some other things about the ceremony um you know, is that they saved a seat for his mother next mm. to um, William. Um, and they said that there was a song, um, Guide Me Like Thou Great Redeemer, that was sung at her funeral.
0: Mm. And it
1: was also um, performed at um, Katie Williams' wedding. And then mm. they performed it at their wedding as well. So oh, that's they- very sweet. Mm-hmm. And also, um, you know, Megan is known for being quite the feminist and All that kind of thing, and very so. She apparently she did not promise to obey her husband in her vows. Um, Rather, she pledged to love him, comfort him, honor, and protect him. Mm -hmm. And one of the other things that I read about that they noted is that Harry is wearing a wedding ring, whereas his brother is not.
0: Oh, interesting! I didn't. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Well, I guess I didn't realize that his brother didn't.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. So, Hmm. yeah, they said his brother, you know, chose not to wear a wedding ring, and he chose to wear a wedding ring. Well, you know, from his, you know, Prince Harry is quite aware that he married up. He's a prince. (laughs) He's a prince and all. a prince and all, and a dude, but he, you know, was just like, I'm so literally saying, like, I'm so
0: lucky. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I think that, you know, one of the little memes that's been going around is also, um, I think, speaks to this. And it says, you know, uh, marry somebody who looks at you the way that Harry looks at Yeah, And I think that that's the bottom line, right? Like, you know, it's it's that it's what everybody wants. Like, it's, you know, somebody who, like, is just deeply in love with you, who, like, really um, respects you and who, you know, um, who acknowledges you and who regards you and all these things, you know? And so, and he has like, you know, you can, t- in, you can in their, in their demeanor with one another as both as en- an engaged couple. And now as a married couple, like they, they both have that, I think mutual regard for one another. Um, that's just beautiful to see. Like it's beautiful to see in anybody, like in, mm-hmm. any couple, you yeah. know, um, when I think of, you know, couples that I know, um, family and friends you know um you know the ones that um you want to emulate their marriage and their relationship are the Mm -hmm. ones who have that like that thing Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so that was like
1: really sweet and there was um of course the messiness involved you know because prince harry was known as you know he's been involved in some very like you know, because, again, like, he's like the spare. Like, he really has, especially now that his brother has all these kids, like, he's uh, he's sixth in line for the throne. Like, he's not gonna be king. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of just like, you know, do whatever you want. Marry the mixed girl. Like, nobody cares. Um <laughs> But, you know, still, he, um, you know, was kind of wild. You know, not, you know, very rebellious. You know, well into his 20s or whatever. And, you know, scenes have settled down, like, and the the messy part is like, you know, people commenting and showing his exes who were at the wedding.
0: Who were in a Uh Yes,
1: and partly my thing is like, girl, you don't have nothing to prove. Girls, you have nothing to prove. I know y'all are still in the same circle of people, but I promise you I would not go to an ex's wedding. I don't care what people, I was like, no way, like, absolutely not i have nothing to prove and the fact that she did and apparently the last one chelsea they had a phone conversation apparently the week of the wedding
0: uh-huh
1: and so about you know kind of like yep this is really happening and da 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 but apparently they the official story about both of those breakups cuz that last one he dated her off and on for like seven or eight years or something yeah a really long
0: time (laughs) it was a
1: really long time but she apparently didn't want to kind of the official story is like she didn't want that lifestyle like to continue in that light where I'm just Uh like sure girl um (laughs) you wouldn't have been in it that long if you didn't want to be a princess or you know duchess whatever so like sure girl um but that was my right. story and I think she ended up becoming a lawyer or something like that but mm-hmm. yeah and now she has like her own jewelry line something like crazy I'm like okay girl because <laughs> like her parents are very wealthy <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: her dad like owns like an african country
0: so yeah so like, <laughs> wow this saying. country
1: okay no but he owns like a very I think a large amount of real estate in a particular african culture country and okay. yeah so I think I want to say was it was Zimbabwe because she's was actually like born there. I can't remember, but something I can't remember the, the country. But yeah, so yeah, I was like, oh girl, Mm-mm. you couldn't pay me, but yeah, girl, whatever. Oh, wow, uh, yeah. So that was it, and like their um little out their little outfits, their outfits in the car on their way um, to their reception. Yeah. Beautiful. They're lovely guests. My favorite, of course, Serena. I loved her dress. Loved her dress is her really fascinator. cute. Super cute. And I loved how casual she was on Instagram about like getting ready for my friend's wedding. I was like, uh-huh. okay, really, girl? Uh-huh. And, um, and pictures of little Olympia, who was, of course, there but didn't go to the wedding. Sure. And, you know, just, you know, pop, bopping around with her cute little self. And um, yeah, the Oprah was there and yes. um, Idris Elba and his fiance.
0: Who had on a weird outfit.
1: That was so awful. It was like, girl, why are you wearing like, it looked like an outfit you would wear to tea, not to a wedding.
0: Yeah, it, this, it didn't fit the occasion at all. It was very no, strange. It
1: was too casual and it was very, it was too like designery. Like you could, well, you could like look at an outfit and like in your and be like, oh yeah, that's
0: Gucci, yeah, yeah.
1: And you're not like a fashion person, like you Uh know, you could look at it like a person who's not even into fashion can look into that, look at that outfit and go, oh, she's like Gucci from head to toe, no girl. Whereas other people are wearing like you know designer you know outfits and you're like, oh, that's such and such, but you have to kind of know like the lines or whatever the um for that year. But you could just tell stripping down, I was. It bored on a little tacky to me, um, and um, it did. I'm sorry. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "Oh!" And it's not because I'm hating on her because she with Idris because that's not a thing.
0: But right. girl,
1: you need to know, just no. know. Um am trying to think of who else I saw that
0: looked was adorable and cute. Her mother. Her mother looked. Oh so yeah, good. so sweet. Her it's mom hot, is so so proud and so excited and it's wonderful just
1: like the tears and i was like Uh can you just imagine like you know pretty much you know like raising your daughter and seeing her like apparently she you know is a social worker and a yoga teacher and all this kind of stuff like you know living in la and you know ladera or whatever and like your daughter marries a prince like it's just like (laughs) crazy like she already had like a pretty great life, you know, she went to Northwestern, her daughter, you know, went to Uh Northwestern, was a, you know, successful actress, did very well, you know, you know, if you're on a show for a number of years, like, you know, you're, like, a working actress, like, you're doing well for yourself, and just, that's just, like, probably beyond the realm of thinking, you know what I mean, like, that's not even a thing that you would think would happen, so, that is, like, awesome, and, um, what was the other thing? Her um oh my nephew Georgie behaved himself. <laughs> he was a good boy. He was a good boy even like um waving a little bit partially behind his dad but waving. And I was like I just really wanted him to do something naughty. And get reprimanded, but he seemed to be on his best behavior. He
0: was even
1: in the pictures. Their official portraits were beautiful. He even like
0: smiled and was a, you know, was a good boy. It's like, oh. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. yeah, there was nothing. There was nothing bad about it. It was a beautiful day too, and a beautiful day in England, which I feel like is so hard. It rains all the time.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, and just
0: not a cloud in the sky not a drop of rain i mean it was just it was gorgeous it was so clear yeah so it's like
1: awesome so so beautiful and waiting for some little red-headed
0: mixed babies that would be oh my god they're gonna be such cute babies
1: although of course there's the rumor that she's already pregnant because that's what people want to say oh well yeah, because they're like because of the dress style or whatever. And I was like, okay. And the dress you wore the next that their first official outing, it's kind of like a little bit of an umpire way. So I was like, okay, maybe, maybe the beginnings, but we'll see. You know, again, hmm. that's one of those things well, you know you'll see. Soon yeah, now. well, yeah, we'll know soon enough. Yeah, great. we don't we don't need to like I'm, I'm not gonna play the guessing game with you. Like yeah. we'll see.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else to happen. Oh, um. John, Christy Teigen finally had that, Christy Tegan finally had that baby. Okay, good for her, congratulations. Yeah, and John Legend, Miles. Oh, nice. Yeah, so apparently they're naming the babies, you know, some musical names, because Luna's middle name is Simone, after Nina Simone, so Miles, oh. and she is, you know, inappropriate as ever. And real, which a lot of people like, but I'm just like sometimes she's just way too much. Show a picture of her kind of holding baby. I don't know if she's breastfeeding or not, but she's in her little net post-pregnancy kind of um, panties. But like you could see them, you could see it like above her, like above her app abdomen. But she has like a skirt on, so just showing that you know I still have a belly even though I've had the baby. Kind of like this is what post-pregnancy is not like I'm in a Victoria's Secret fashion show a week after I had a baby right. like Heidi Klum and so Tam- was it Tamara? Tamara also had her baby Oh, okay. too mm-hmm. so she's the same way she posted a picture of her she's like yep still look pregnant because I just had a baby a couple weeks ago and this is what real life is mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, take your time mommies don't rush right. your body like heal because like it's not like you know in America we don't you know not going to get on the maternity leave and all that kind of stuff but like you know your body needs time to heal and most people don't take the time that they need to heal and that's very unfortunate right. I think about my um, I have some Chinese co-workers who like told me like what they do after they have a baby and I was like wow that's awesome and everyone should do that (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so I was like wow like your family is together and like cooks you special food and takes care of you and you know all this kind of stuff so I was just like wow and like really like focus on like healing Mm -hmm. and taking the time whereas like a lot of moms are like going through still all this like crazy physical you know after effects of having a baby and like Mm -hmm. oh gotta go to work I'm like god yeah it's crazy so much but yeah but congratulations to those people yeah new baby it's very cool welcome to the world welcome Well, as it's such as it is
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah all okay. right
0: yeah any mm-hmm. hey, personal stuff <laughs> <laughs> um yes let's get personal mm-hmm. um Actually, okay, so um, when I was in Atlanta last week, I stayed at a lovely Airbnb. It was just lovely. Hello? Um, hi, I'm here. Can you hear me? I
1: can't hear you? hear you.
0: Okay, I'm right here. Can okay. you hear me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't she want to With I don't either. Okay. Um, so I stayed at a really nice Airbnb while I was out in Atlanta. And um, I got inspired by the bedroom <laughs> that I stayed in. It was just so nicely appointed. And I had already been a little aggravated with the setup in my current bedroom in terms of storage. I have this um, big arm arm. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Which I, was... I love. It's so nice, though it's nice um and um and i it I, it served me well for many many years i've literally have had it i've been in this home now for 9 years this weekend it'll be really? 9 years yeah isn't that crazy i remember yeah when you moved in but yep. i
1: i could never understand how like that was all the shelving that you needed for your clothes anyway but i was like she's really organized so that's why but go on
0: Yeah, and it was, but it was, you know, um, but I was finding that I'm, I'm having, I'm just getting more clothes that need to be folded, and so I needed more drawer space, and it was more of a hanging armoire, and I was also finding that a lot of the clothes that I have hanging in there, I don't actually utilize, so what, so it was this, like, dual realization of, one, it's time for a serious spring cleaning that I haven't done in a while, and I need to purge a bunch of stuff that I just don't wear. Mm-hmm. To what I do have and use and utilize regularly, I don't have the right space for. So the armoire was no longer serving the function that I needed it to. And so I decided when I got back, and then like I said, I was kind of inspired by sort of the ease of the room that I um, stayed in at the house um, for this Airbnb. And so when I got back from Atlanta, I was like, you know what, I just need to... Um, and look at some chest of drawers, um, see what what I want to get, and um, get rid of this armoire. Because the other thing is, the armoire is so large in my room that it also kind of like obstructed the the accessibility of part of my closet, um, which made my closet less than functional too. So just there was just a flow, a flow issue. So I put the armoire on Facebook and on Nextdoor um, just up for free because, again, it's an old IKEA armoire that I've had at least 10 years, longer than 10 years for sure, because I had it before I moved here. Like, I moved it from my old apartment to here, and I had it at my old apartment, I would say, a good five years. I've been here nine years. I think that thing is probably 15 years old at least. (laughs) So, and it's in good condition because, you know, I take care of my stuff or whatever. So, um, I put it up for free and I started investigating chest of drawers. And, of course, you know, since the rest of the house is all, like, mid-century modern, um, I just was like, well, I'll just bring mid-century modern into the bedroom. And um, I want to give a shout out to Etsy because I've never really used – I've seen – I've been on Etsy before. I think there's one time I ordered those um, when we had, when I had that ugly Christmas sweater party a few years ago, I Mm -hmm. ordered those cute little cookies from Etsy. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but I don't really like, I think of it more as like such an arts and crafty thing or whatever, but I started searching mid-century modern chest of drawers and a bunch of Etsy shops came up and one of them was local, like right here in Venice, like just like, six miles from me, this lady who out of her home like, you know, um sells mid century modern furniture. So I found a beautiful chest of drawers there for not too much money. Um And she delivered for free. Mm-hmm. They like, because you know, she like within 20 miles of her home, she delivers for free. So it was terrific. I bought it. And the very next day they came and like they brought it upstairs. It was all wrapped and everything. They put it in the spot where I wanted it in the room. Bam. New chest of drawers. Um, and then I decided, you know, and so then I'm still waiting to get rid of the armoire. And then today I was like, you know, but I, I, I wanted I wanted a different armoire. Like I wanted an armoire that had multiple drawers, you know, something that looks like an armoire with the double doors, but like opens into, uh, into drawers, you know. Mm-hmm. And I found one again on Etsy. Different shop. They're in Burbank, California, and they didn't have free delivery, but it's only a fifty dollars delivery fee, mm. which is like unheard of. And it's this gorgeous piece. So the one from the, the one that I got from the Lady in Venice is um, a, a Bassett. Bassett is still a furniture company that operates today, but their vintage pieces are known for their like mid-century modern lines, the very like sleek Danish, you know. Um, lines. And they're out of Martinsville, Virginia. And then the place that um, the second place, the one in Burbank, that has the armoire, the new armoire, that's coming, it's coming tomorrow. That's from a company called Basic Wits, which is out of Waynesboro, Virginia. Both of these are like, late 1800s, early 1900s, established companies that, you know, produced en mass like these really solid pieces of Danish style furniture with the dovetail, you know, um, structure for all the all the joints and everything. They're just like very. I mean, both of these pieces are like probably built in somewhere in the early 1960s, and they're like sturdy, like well put together pieces. Like they're not like they're not like my IKEA or more. Um, <laughs> and so, which one? Was, which so and so? Here's the cool thing. Okay. So I got the the, one chest of drawers from the lady in Venice is already here. I ordered the one from Burbank today and it's getting delivered tomorrow. And so then I was like, okay, I really need to, I'm hoping someone will take me up on this offer to to get rid of this armoire for free on my way home today. Somebody, some dude on next door was like, Hey, is, is this still available? And I was like, yes. And I was like, you know, um, how, you know, um, can you are you able to help me get it down get it into my truck and i was like sure i think we can manage it right so i um so he's like i was like when do you want to pick it up he said tonight so he came over this evening like around 6 and um and <laughs> so here's the thing it's a huge armoire like mm-hmm. it was really tall really wide very kind of like awkward to try to move I moved it out of the bedroom all the way to the living room and was like exhausted like it was like the workout of the century and so I was like oh okay I don't I don't I don't think I actually can help him move it downstairs like I don't see I can't pick this up with him you know Um and so I contacted a couple of my neighbors and my friend uh Jane her husband was home and he's like this huge tall guy super sweet guy um and she was like yeah you know uh, let me i'll send him over there and so he comes over and totally like just helps like get this thing like out of my second story condo down the stairs and it was no small feat like it was like i mean it's it was like this behemoth of a piece of furniture trying to like get down the stairs and not break it not break themselves not you know like it was just it was a whole thing and um and so then the guy gets it in his pickup truck and he gives me twenty dollars for it and i wasn't even like i was giving away for free (laughs) uh, and wait it gets better though (laughs) so i get the free help from my neighbor although of course i'm going to take them a a bottle of of wine or something because honestly it was way above and beyond neighborly you know Mm -hmm. um The guy who was supposed to be picking it for free hands me $20, but even before this, I had to, of course, clear out the entire armoire and empty out everything that was still in there and, you know, whatever, and literally my den is completely a disaster zone now because I just chucked everything in the (laughs) den, (laughs) like it's just piles of random clothes and piles of random purses and just, it's a... It's a disaster in there. But anyway, in going through everything, in my lingerie drawer, I found an envelope with $760 in it. <laughs> what the <laughs>
1: hell? Why $760? Wow. What was this money for? I
0: don't know. It's like drug money. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> It's an envelope of like hundreds and twenties. I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't remember what it's from or why it's in my lingerie drawer.
1: <laughs> Who didn't get their $760? Apparently.
0: Someone is mad somewhere. Apparently I didn't get my $760 because it's been sitting there not growing interest or anything. <laughs> it's like crazy town you are such an insane (laughs) okay most people
1: will find like twenty dollars (laughs) people don't find unless they're like in the um going into the walls and find like oh my gosh that's the money what is wrong with
0: you i don't know i don't know but i'm very excited because you know (laughs) i you know i just I just spent all this money on this dresser and now this armoire that's coming tomorrow. Um, You know, and I just, I'm finding money. People are handing me money.
1: (laughs) Okay, I want your (laughs) particular blessing where this has happened on several occasions with you where you will buy something and then turn around and someone will give you that exact thing back. Like, I think about your car.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? Yeah. That is like yes yes Mm -hmm. i love it i love it yeah it's good stuff so um yeah so my let's get personal is i'm i'm basically i'm remodeling my bedroom once i have everything in place i'll take a quick snapshot of it and put it up on our, our facebook page just just for kicks um and you know shout out to etsy for having like these great little like you know shops that people like throw. You know, like it's basically folks who like go to flea markets and do all the grunt work for you and find these pieces and like turn around and sell them.
1: But mm-hmm. amen
0: cuz you make a profit, I get the thing I want cuz I'm never going to go to a flea market, so that's terrific. And um and um shout out to great neighbors. Like how amazing mm-hmm. are my neighbors? Like I'm like still kind of like sitting here in shock that he was like available, like just walked on over was totally, like, so helpful, like, and there's no way, like, there's no way I could have helped this guy get this armoire out of my apartment.
1: I don't know who you think you are. Like, I know you think you're a Gryffindor. Oh, my God. I am
0: a Gryffindor, but I'm not.
1: You don't have superhuman strength. I don't. I am
0: not Elastigirl. No. Um, And so that's who I think I think I am um and yes, that exactly, that is yes. that is not true so um so thank god for really great neighbors and hey um extra cash um, mm-hmm. amen to that so that's my let's get personal um new mm. bedroom in the making and and this three-day weekend coming up memorial day weekend is um just around the corner and i will be um in full-blown spring cleaning mode because that closet and the new chest of drawers and the new armoire are going to have in them the things that I wear and will not have in them anything that I do not wear. There you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. She said it. I said it. I'm going to do it. You are going to see. Okay. There you
1: go. There you
0: go. Right. Um, How about
1: you? Yeah. Well, as you know... Um, today is my mom's birthday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is kind of, I said, like the last of the like triggering. Yes, <laughs> dates in, in May. May. Yes. Um, I have like two in March and three in May. Um, so I was like, okay, so get through May. This is like the last day and i went to the besties house. The guy girls got out of school. Wednesday so I went Mm -hmm. up there and um last night and hung out with them for a little bit and I'd seen them in a while and you know today was their first day of vacation they were gonna have to go to work with their dad because I'm there we were able to sleep in and then we went out to breakfast cute yeah so that was fun um Mm -hmm. And it's they're just, you know, they're just nice to be around. So even though they're a whole lot and the little one, I was like, if I have to say your name one more time, why do I have to say your name so many times? Because she is just like a ball of energy. And it's just overwhelming sometimes when I, for- I was like, oh, yes, I forgot. So anyway, so last night, which was so funny to me, a couple of things. She has this because she graduated from pre-K. Uh, <laughs> oh, yes. So she had, she did have on her beanie, beanie, Vici shirt. Oh um, my gosh, I love it! Because you know, at the beginning of the year, it was like, "Watch out, pre-K, here I come!" Yeah, so she's came, she saw, she conquered. Yes, um, and ready for kindergarten. And mm-hmm. so she has a big balloon that says "Congratulations" or whatever. And then when you touch it, it sings "Celebration" by Cool in the Game. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not celebrate oh again, like
1: i'm in her room because that's where i sleep when i go there and she um hits the balloon and so it's like at night and like all of a sudden it goes off and i can hear the oldest girl in her room across the hall start clapping in tune so the little one is like dancing in her bed oh my god and the other one i can hear her clapping and i was like who is clapping she's like sissy and I was like, y'all are so silly. And so I was so like, cute. do it again. And she did it again. And it was like the same thing. And it was like, clap. I was like, y'all are so silly. Aww. So we were playing that today. Because I was like, y'all don't know the words. So I was like, y'all need to learn the correct words of the song. I just really yeah. need y'all to not be out in these streets singing the wrong thing. So we were playing. And we so were singing and dancing. And then later, I put on my, what I usually listen to, my Pandora Lightman Condition um, uh-huh. channel. And so cupcake was like i don't like this song and i was like it was pretty brown eyes i was like um i'll break the heart so i was like um i love this song i don't care and so you know playing on i'm just singing and she's like <laughs> i don't like church music and i was like uh first of all this is not that wow music. <laughs> wow okay so many things wrong right i was like first of all this is not church music how dare you and second of all, you do like out with you crazy, so yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't. So, she's so silly, mm-hmm. so yeah. So we, so then I um just hung out with them some more. Worked of course throughout the day, and yeah, ugh. and um, I have like a couple of things just you know kind of going on, and we decided I decided to cook dinner, so I cooked my mom's like one of my mom's favorite meals so it's like fried chicken greens yams um and mac and cheese Uh so mm -hmm. yeah so then made my way back home because i gotta be i have a walk through the morning so i have to be up out and about early in the morning, cause so, you're a mogul. Really? I am not a mogul, real estate um, mogul. But, oh, oh yeah, mm-hmm. but anyway, like I got work, so I'm
0: like, have you know,
1: stuff to do. So yeah, so all right, Happy birthday, mommy! Happy birthday, Miss yeah. Rena yeah and I love that yeah I just you know I had to put that picture
0: on uh, oh Facebook that picture because, is terrific of the two of them it's really mm-hmm. it, it's like it's the, it's like yeah the essence of the two of them are so cute mm-hmm. Yeah. so
1: um yeah and it's so weird that like, I felt like today like so many people I just didn't realize their birthday was today like I know like I have a little cousin who just turned 16 her birthday is today because she used to always like she always had like a kindred like thing with my mom because uh-huh. of their birthdays and she was like May 24, May 24. And my mom was like, "Yep." And so she always went my mom to cut to her birthday parties even when she was like little because they had the same birthday. Like Aww. it just was such a big thing for her. Yeah. And then um another um kind of childhood friend, um guy I went to prom with his father passed away and I didn't realize his father's birthday um was today Mm. and then one of our friends like shared that her her mom passed away on tuesday and her mother's birthday was today too and i had had no idea and i was like oh my god like that's crazy and i told her you know what i was doing and she said that they were doing like the same thing oh
0: nice yeah jared's jared's birthday is today wow Mm -hmm. okay yeah another one Happy yeah, birthday. So like May twenty fourth is a popular. May twenty four. Yeah, I was like, what was going on nine months before? <laughs> I don't know, because it's not like the dead of winter or anything. It's like you're kind of it's fall. It's the fall. Yeah.
1: Ah. Mm. Well, whatever it was. Yeah, lots of little babies born on this day. So mm-hmm. it's like in the past like this week, there are a lot of people whose Because my um my uncles, two of my uncles, their birthdays were on Twenty second, uh-huh. so, so yeah. So we kind of celebrated their birthdays to remembering them.
0: So yeah. I was like, "Ooh, lots of birthdays! Uh-huh. Lots of birthdays!" Uh-huh. So, we're in the middle of my birthday countdown. Okay, we're not talking about that. it's Twenty yeah, it's... twenty-eight days to my birthday. Oh
1: God, what are you doing for your birthday? I don't know. Dang it.
0: Um, I it's I don't know. That I just I can't even talk about it. I'm so annoyed. So um, maybe I'll have why? maybe I'll have an update next week. Okay. I was like, why are you so upset? Because it's stupid. You, okay, but you have a
1: countdown, so why is it? I stupid? have a
0: countdown for my birthday, as always, but right. there's no plan yet, and that's the part that's stupid.
1: Okay, because I'm already trying to think of something to do for my birthday. Uh I kind of again like me and the guns I kind of even want to have like a gun range party (laughs) or
0: like one of those like hatchet like there's like this oh I'm sorry wait (laughs) Uh, we need a judge's ruling on a hatchet party (laughs) what (laughs) it's this place like one of my friends
1: actually did one for her birthday but they just opened one in Atlanta so it's basically like Um, like I guess wood like you know like it's kind of like an outdoorsy thing but they brought it they brought it inside where you know like you know lumberjacks and they like throw the hatches on the trees so they had that but they brought it's an indoor thing
0: that sounds really dangerous indoors why would you do
1: that inside 'Cause it's all going in the same direction. It's not like you're just throwing hatches here or there. Like it's all going it's like a target and you just have to hit the target, like the tree. Like it's fine. Like it's just enclosed. And so I'm thinking of doing something like that. I don't know. Nothing, you know, too crazy. Nothing to- <laughs> 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 too
0: guns. crazy. Just hatchets are good. Just a hatchet
1: party. Nothing crazy. Just hatchets or guns. Just hatchets you know, or just- guns? No, crazy. Yo, no brunch at Cheesecake Factory for me. I'm crazy. That's crazy. I, I am embracing being in Atlanta, in the South, and I'm going to do, you know... Uh, I mean, they say, you know, when in the, in the South. And, uh, you know, the other thing I saw, too, I was like, oh, that sounds fun. Oh, God. Um, Like, a paintball thing. Okay. But that seems, that's a little too physical for me. I'm not going to want to do that. Paintball is really you get bruised up it's not fun yeah so I was like mm, no I'll probably do what I did last year and do the Korean spa thing too that was great
0: oh that's nice yeah oh that sounds so good. fun yep so All yeah, right. yeah. mm. well I think we're at our time Mm-hmm.
1: past our time. It just amazes me how when we say we don't have anything to talk about, we still oh, yeah, end up I talking. Just, yeah, it goes on and on. Yeah, and it's not like, again, like, I just saw you and spent so much time with you and <sighs> explored Atlanta and ate
0: very well and uh, all ate of very that. Well. Yeah, I've, but been all, well. I've been on grill. With the exception of today, I ate badly today because it's been a very um, trying week at work and I was just like, couldn't deal but I've been all on grilled vegetables and grilled chicken all week long <laughs> I'm trying to recover from my Atlanta diet oh my god okay
1: so people who don't know this one basically ate fried green tomatoes all weekend
0: <laughs> like every restaurant <laughs> I was we like do you to... have um, fried green tomatoes can I get fried green tomatoes as a side oh does that entree include the fried green tomatoes or is that like an option yeah 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 it was like
1: (laughs) fried green tomatoes every restaurant we went to we went to like all these different kinds of restaurants everyone like and i'm like right there with you i was like yes fried green tomatoes Mm -hmm. that's what i want too
0: Mm -hmm. delicious
1: my favorite
0: thing about the south oh god because they're
1: so hard to find like they're impossible to find in la which is like yeah, I don't even There's know the just... to places serve them. Mm-hmm. And, like you have a garden, or you know someone who has a garden, and you have to like cook them yourself. And it's like, ooh, that's a whole lot. Yeah, but yes. I'll just travel to Atlanta. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's easier somehow. It is. It is. <laughs> All right, girl. It's All late. right, girl. It is late. To- and I know I have some emails to ch- to follow up on, and then I'm going to sleep.
0: Yes, after you send me the links that I need.
1: Okay.
0: Bye. Bye, girl. Talk to you later. Bye. Wait, Tell Me Everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash Wait, Tell Me Everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help get the word out. Get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at Wait, Tell Me Pod. Questions, feedback, something like us to tackle, email us at waittellmeeverything at gmail.com.